Praise the Lord. God bless you, everyone. This is Apostle Ivory Hopkins. I am extremely excited to have you to listen to our podcast messages. We are trusting that the Holy Spirit will bless you. We're going to take you into a message in just a few minutes. Amen. Where I feel that God is going to give you insight, revelation, and wisdom through the teachings that the Lord has given us to present before you. If you want to get up with us on our website, our website is pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. It is my pleasure and my honor to bring this anointed message to you where I am preaching and teaching under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, giving God's people insight that will strengthen their spiritual walk, build their family, and put under their feet the enemy on every level. Now sit back and enjoy this message. God bless you, my dear friend, and thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. The title of the message is The Occult Side of Sexual Hypnosis and Sexual Mind Control Spirits that I just brought to you guys that are listening at me. I just did bring in the podcast crew. So I will say to them, if any of you listening at me on podcast, you can bless us with a $5 donation to General Ivory Hopkins. That's Cash App, General Ivory Hopkins, or you can also use, amen, our our website at pilgrimsministry.org, and you can hit the donate button. Now, that's why I had to repeat this another time, because I just did start the podcast. Now, we're going to be talking about uh, the occult side of sexual hypnosis and sexual mind control spirits. Amen. Now to start with, amen, I was asked a question. Amen. Someone inboxed me a question. Now every now and then I am able sometimes to take inbox questions and answer questions for folks. Amen. So here goes a question that was asked me. Now I want y'all to stay with me this morning because I'm not going to be on here a real long time. Let's the Holy Spirit takes it up and then, hey, we got to run with what Jesus is doing. Heavenly Father, as I do this Facebook Live, YouTube, and podcast, I'm asking your Holy Spirit to bless us, to give us wisdom and insight, Father. And Lord God, help me to rightly divide the word of truth, give wisdom that you have shown me in the area of deliverance and spiritual warfare. Father God, I want to thank you for how you have got us now doing counseling and deliverance uh, weekly. And often we see great power moves of God healing, delivering, and setting people free. Now, let's get to the question. The question is, was to you, is can anyone be hypnotized so much so that they believe and act like they are in love with someone who is no good at all? Now, that's the question I'm going to put with this. To, to you, is it can it can someone be hypnotized so much so that they believe and act like they are in love with someone who is no good for them? And in another case, could hypnosis be the reason why a believer would have sex with strangers in public? Now, first of all, I do want to say this here. Amen. I do want to say this here, my dear friends. First of all, in order for anybody, believer or non-believer, in order to come under the power of hypnosis and mind control, you would have to submit your mind, will, and emotions over to someone else's manipulation. Now, I'm going to get a little bit deeper in this message because some people might hear this and go like, well, there ain't nobody can do that to a believer. Let me say something to you. 
People, even in church, are being controlled. That's why we have controlling pastors and leaders and apostles in fivefold that have completely mesmerized the people and brought them into bondage. So we ain't even going to spend 15 minutes arguing about the fact that good people, under deception, through yielding to a, a particular mind control method, can come under bondage. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Opening up the door in sexuality to sin can open traps, and we're going to talk about that a little bit better. So let me get in this number one. Can someone be hypnotized so much that they believe and act like they are in love with someone who is no good at all? Absolutely, this can happen. I will never forget. Years ago, I was dealing with an individual in counseling, and their, they brought the, their daughter, and mother came to me and said, Brother Apostle, could you please pray for my daughter? I said, what's going on? She got hooked up with this particular young man who was very super narcissistic. He was very controlling and manipulating. That young man tapped into that young lady's insecurity uh, and her low self-esteem. She was so weak in that area. Now, just because you give your life to Jesus, that does not mean that the healing of all your damaged emotion was automatically done the day you got saved. Now, that's just a pure fact. In other words, amen, the scripture I'm going to use in 1 Peter 5 and 8 strictly says, amen, that, that Satan is a royal lion. Listen to what it says here. Be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. So the prowl of the enemy to control, to manipulate, and to bind a person is whosoever that meets the condition that he's able to devour them. In other words, conquer them, bring them under submission to his control. That young girl that the mother brought her to me, I had to pray against a evil emotional soul tie a evil emotional connection with this young man where she felt like she could not live without him. She was under such control until it was just about hypnotic. Now, this was not where she took and had a pendulum in her face swinging back and forth. This was where she had given her mind, will, and emotions over to this young man so deeply that literally he could run out with other women and she still couldn't let him go. He would treat her like a dog, abuse her in public, treat her like, like dirt, and she would still go after him like a puppy dog, amen, after food when it's starving. That happened to her because her mind, will, and emotions had left an opening, and she came under a hypnotic, mind-controlling, lack of will surrendering over to him. Look what it says in 1 Peter 5 and 8 in the contemporary English version. Be on guard and stay awake. Uh, today, what I'm telling you all as a believer, stay awake. A believer should never, ever submit their mind, will, and emotion to be controlled by anybody, church, mom and them, or any medical field, do not allow someone to take you out of your conscious awareness of mind because it can open the door to spiritual strongholds anywhere from mental and emotional control in your emotions 
and to the depth where it can bring you to demonic spirits that will enter in and impersonate or take over your personality. So with this young lady, the way that this stronghold was broken, we had to get her, number one, to desire to be free. The beginning of it, it was the desire to be free. The next area was she had to renounce and come against, amen, the tie that she had given over to this guy. And when she did, the power of God broke that yoke. It broke the spell. It broke the incantation. It broke the hypnotic effect that he had on him, on her, and God set her free. I'm going to get a little bit deeper in this area. And by the way, let me help some of y'all with this. I am not about trying to see whether I can convince you. Why? Because I've been doing this for 45 years and have delivered, seen God, seen the Lord, seen the Holy Spirit deliver thousands of people who have come under mind control and hypnotic uh, manifestations that have affected their life, even down to their sexual life. And the question that this individual asked me, I'm going to go back to the question that that person asked me. Can someone be hypnotized so much so that they believe and act like they are in love with someone who is, that they're in love with someone who is no good at all? And and, and another case was, could hypnosis be the reason why a person, a believer, anyone who yields to it would have sex with strangers in public? And I'm going to get into this subject a little bit deeper. By the way, on the internet, there are people who literally train you to uh, uh, train you how to surrender yourselves to sexual hypnosis. I will get deeper in that. But what the Bible tells us in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, be sober and be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walk up about seeking whom he may devour. And the contemporary English version says, be on your guard and stay awake. Your enemy, the devil, is like a roaring lion sneaking around to find someone to attack. Now, check this out. The father of hypnosis name was Franz, Franz Anton Mesmer. I'm going to read it again. The father of hypnotism, his name was Franz Anton Mesmer, from whose name we get the word mesmerize, was himself a practitioner of the occult. So hypnosis came from the roots of the occult. Are you hearing me? I'm going to read it one more time. The father of hypnotism, his name was Franz Anton Mesmer, from whose name we get the word mesmerize, was himself a practitioner of the occult. Now, what is sexual hypnosis? Okay. Sexual hypnosis defined, also known as therapeutic, Sexual hypnosis, hypnosis that is supposed to help folk work through a persistent sexual issue that interferes with their solo or partnered sex life. And this word solo means masturbation, self-love, and that type of thing. Just putting it out there for what it is. Here goes some of the examples. Now, this is sexual hypnosis, and this is used clinically. But I will tell you, as a as a believer, amen, be, stay awake 
Don't let anyone hypnotize you and go into that area of your soul, of your mind, will, and emotion. God created our mind, will, and emotion, and God can heal them. I will not ever allow anyone to hypnotize me. Never. Now, here are some examples where this uh, sexual hypnosis is used for. Low libido. Uh, Anaorgamia, which means delayed, infringement, or absent orgasms, or significantly less intense orgasm. So there are people who will allow someone to hypnotize them to get a maximum orgasm. See, I'm going to tell you right now, the enemy loves for us to go into our flesh and maximize and raise it to a place of ecstasy that separates us from the real intimacy that God created sex for. So that is one error. Erectile dysfunction was another reason why they use hypnosis. All right? Premature ejaculation. That's another reason why they hypnotize some people clinically. You ain't going in my mind. I'm hacking this word up, but it's virginimous. V-A-G-I-N-I-S-M-U-S. And I'm hacking this word up, but it means is the body's automatic reaction to the fear of some or all types of virginal penetration. So there are some people who goes through hypnosis in order to deal with painful intercourse or painful penetration. And then the other reason clinics use them for shame around sex or sexuality. So they will allow someone to hypnotize you so that you will not feel these areas. And I'm going to tell you something. I, as a believer, I will not allow anyone to go into my mind to hypnotize me for a maximum orgasm, for any type of problem with my libido, libido, with libido any type of attack in the area of erectional dysfunction. Not going to happen because once I let you in my mind, I opened up a hedge. Here goes what it says in Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 8. That's Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 8. He that diggeth a pit shall fall into it, and whosoever breaketh in hedge, a serpent shall bite him. I personally know and believe 100% that when you allow someone to hypnotize you, when you and a sex partner come in agreement to sexual hypnotism, sexual occult sex seduction, it opens up a hedge and a wall and it can open up a door where things will come in and God knows what those things will be. That's why I use Ecclesiastic 10 and 8. Number one, believers are called to be mentally alert and on guard against a potential improper influences. I'm going to say that again. A believer are called to be mentally alert and guard yourself against potentially improper influences. In short, I'm not going to, even with my wife, go into a hypnosis to have greater orgasmic sex with her. I'm not going to let anybody in that area of my mind because what they may open may leave the doors to other strongholds. Number two, the Bible exhorts the believer to be sober. First Peter 5 and 8, to be sober means to be in control of one's mind, to be spiritually and mentally alert. Number three, 
It means to guard against danger. It is the opposite of allowing oneself to be put into a trance. Trance-like states are demonic. I'm trying to tell you, people of God, if the Holy Spirit is not giving you a spirit-led vision from the Holy Ghost, from the gifts of the Spirit, you are operating in the demonic realm, and you are opening yourself up to portals. I'm not going to have an argument with any of you about this. I'm just going to tell the truth from years of experience, from my biblical standpoint, and there it is. Are you hearing me? Now, let's look at this, number four. Hypnot and this is from David Cloud. David Cloud, an article on this topic by David Cloud. Here goes what David Cloud said. Uh, hypnotic trances can produce occult phenomena. I'm going to say it again. Hypnotic trances can produce occult phenomena. In short, being hypnotized can open up the occult realm. In his 2008 article on this topic, David Cloud noticed that the danger of hypnotism is evident from the fact that it can produce a wide variety of, of occult phenomena, including, and I'm going to go down the list. I'm going to say this one more time for clarity. In his 2008 article on this topic, David Cloud noted that the danger of hypnotism is evident from the fact that it can produce a wide variety of occult phenomena, including past life experiences, multiple personalities, demonic speaking in an unknown language. I have encountered these spirits. Automatic writing, clairvoyance, telepathy, seizures, and spirit possessions. Let me share this with you guys. Years ago, I won, I was, uh, people had come to my church. This was in my early church years when we first started Pilgrim's Ministry of Deliverance. They told me to come by their house. There was a particular daughter that they had that was acting strange. Well, when I went by their house uh, uh, and, and, and walked in the door, there was this piano music like a concerto. It was almost like someone that was super professional uh, on the piano playing. And when I walked over to the young lady, now her mom was saved and filled with the Holy Ghost that, and became a member of our church. That's why they asked me to come over there. The young lady was around, I think, 16 years old at that particular time. When I walked over to the young lady, she was playing this piano thing perfectly. It was beautiful. And the mother said to me, Pastor Ivory, there's only one problem. I said, what is that? She said, walk in front of her. When I walked in front of the young lady, she was in a hypnotic trance. And her mother said, she does not know how to play piano. She was operating under hypnosis. She was operating in a trance-like state and actually playing the piano with a perfect sound. Now, if it had been most people in the occult, they would have said she had tapped into some past life alter ego or, or another person that was living years ago. As we begin to pray with this girl, her head literally shaped like a serpent. I've seen her normal shaped head start shaping almost like a serpent as I was praying. And I cast that demon out of her and it was a piece of work. 
Now, I sound like I walked in, cast a demon out. No, it took a number of sessions. It took a number of warfare. And some of the spirits that I encountered in her was strong occult spirits. The young lady's grandmother and family line had mingled around with witchcraft and the church at the same time, thus opening the door for false manifestations and false gifts to operate in that family line. This girl was in a clairvoyant, hypnotic, past life experience type of manifestation, and I cast the demon out, and it shut it down. To this day, this young lady now is mother of two daughters, powerfully moving in the Lord. She is an entrepreneur married. Oh, y'all hearing me what I'm saying to you. But at this particular state, it was a hypnotic state, and that was not the first time that I would experience this hypnotic state. Also, these, these spirits can cause astral projection and a psychic di di diagnosis. All of this was found in the Encyclopedia of New Age Beliefs. Christians are called to refrain from any association with the occult. And the origin of hypnosis came from a man that got it from occultism. Franz Anton Mesmer was an occult practitioner. Often the medical field, often they actually incorporate occult practices and they use them on another level thinking that they can bypass the spiritual results. But I maintain to tell you that opening up the mind, will, and emotion, which was created by God never to be interrupted in this manner, can cause a demonic effect. Now, I will say this. It said, this person, I'm going back to the question. In another case, could a hypnosis be the reason why a believer could have sex with strangers in public? Now, I'm going to tell you this testimony. If a person yields their sexual life over to another person mentally by hypnosis and mind control, it can open demonic doors of lust. And when we talk about hypnosis, it's not all swinging a pendulum. It's not all suggestive statements. Sometimes it's the way that one gives their will over to an individual. I have often talked to y'all about in California, I was doing a mass deliverance. I was with my dear friend, one of my best friends, Dr. Jackie Green, Apostle Dr. Jackie Green, amen, of Rafa Deliverance University. We worked together, amen, where I was East Coast Chancellor of their university. Jackie and I had, was doing a conference in L.A., and uh, all of a sudden, in the mass deliverance, people were getting delivered. The teams were working with them mightily. There was a Latino girl that was on the floor, and the women, when I walked back to see how they were doing, the lady said to me, uh, uh, Brother Ivory, said, this thing here just seems not to move. I said, let me take a chance at it. I said, let me see whether the Holy Spirit will show me what's going on. When I kneeled down beside her, and the Holy Spirit said, say in her ear exactly what I am telling you. And when I kneeled down behind, beside her, and whenever I do deliverance, I'm not loud and ignorant. In other words, I'm not going to say something embarrassing or sexual over a loudspeaker embarrassing an individual when I'm praying for them. So I whispered in her ear what God had said to her. And I said to her, I said, I said, woman of God, by the way, this demon that she had, where she had surrendered herself to a hypnotic type of control by this other young man, 
said to her, whispered, had said to her while having sex with her the whole time that he, she was having sex with him without marriage, sin. Now, I know I'll make some people mad because the modern age we deal in, the church is supposed to not call sin, sin, lest we make you trigger. Well, it's sin. Sex without marriage, sin. If I have adultery, which if I have sex with someone that is not my wife, not Evelyn Hopkins, adultery. Bottom line. Now I'm done with it. Moving right along. So anyway, this young lady had opened the door to this young man in this manner. And I said to her these words. I said, I, I, I said, woman of God, I said, I'm going to say something to you. I said, the Lord is telling me that this person that was with you said, it's mine and no other man's going to please it. And all of a sudden, that demon in her streamed out, and she began to manifest, and we cast that spirit out of her. This spirit was literally interrupting her intimacy with her husband, although she was no longer seeing this guy. At the time, they were exchanging sex before she was married to her husband. I'm trying to make it quite clear, and this is not always the case. I'm going to say it again. This is not always the case. But in her case, what happened was when that young man was having sex with her this particular night, she says, I remember that night because when he was doing me, and when we talked about it politely and reverently, she said, when he was doing me, he kept talking about my body part that it belongs to him. He kept saying, I tagged it and it's mine. Ain't no man going to please it. And he kept saying that to her the whole time. And she was like, uh, I'm going to use the term open. I don't want to say I'm perverted, but she was open in the spirit. And while she was open in the spirit, her sexual will, her sexual emotions were led wide open. And he was speaking into her subconscious. He was speaking into that realm of the mind that she had surrendered to him. And it caused a demonic stronghold to cause whenever she was with her now legitimate husband, it, he would not be able to please her. Now, this is something I experienced, not something I heard somebody say. This is absolutely what I have experienced. In my counseling, I've also come across a hypnotic effect, and which, like I said, is like hypnosis. So like the woman, the person that asked me this question, can a person that have surrendered himself to hypnosis actually have sex with strangers? Yes, it's possible. Did you hear what I said? I'm saying, yes, it's possible if that person is in the right triggered hypnotic trigger that can happen to a person. It's not always the case. I'm not saying this for somebody to say, well, I'm going to go out and, and, and fornicate and commit adultery. And guess what? I was hypnotized. No, my friend. Hey, Amen. I'm not talking about that with you. But listen at this. I also have had an encounter where I have prayed for individuals that when they go into some type of alcoholic or high state, they can fall asleep and wake up and start sleepwalking and having sex. And the next, and this person said they wake up and they're having sex with an individual that they did not intend to sleep with. In other words, it's like we're all in the room here, all in my house in four bedrooms, and this person gets up under a hypnotic trance, walks to one of the bedrooms, and begins to sexually go after a person. Whether that person is participating or not, that thing brought them to that person's room. This can happen. 
Now, once again, these are not things that I heard about. These are not things that somebody told me. These are experiences that we've had in the ministry of prayer and deliverance and counseling. So, yes, this type of, this is why hypnotically, hypnosis is also like drugs. It brings down drugs. Uh, drugs can bring down the wall in our mind, will, and emotion to the spirit realm. I'm going to get ready to move on. Now, there is another part called hype. Hypnofetishism. And now most folks know that when you deal with fetishes, amen, you get into all kinds of <laughs> raunchy sex. Hypnofetishism is about creating or applying sensations and involving a, a near canatotic state before engaging in sexual activity as an entrance, as, as an entrance individual. So what happens is there are some people that have hypnofetishism. It could open the door to these strongholds. There is also something called trance, trance sexuality. Trance, T-R-A-N-C-E, trance sexuality. Go, goes significantly deeper than just a basic relationship, and it raises a myriad of questions. Can someone really consent to be in a condition where they cannot consent? And how do these relationships work? The answer is yes, a person can find himself in a hypnotic position what, that they did not consent, but they've been triggered, but they have been, uh, 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 they have been uh, controlled in order to go in that way. There are some of you listening at me right now, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. There were times that you were having perverted sex with somebody. Yep, perverted sex with someone. And y'all would close your eyes and surrender to a state of ecstasism, sometimes using drugs, and some, just like on the Internet, where it is teaching this, you purposely went into hypnosis trying to find an ultimate maximized orgasm. And my dear friend, you can open yourself up to a demonic stronghold that will interfere with your actual making of love and having passionate sex with your legitimate husband or wife. I'm going to move on right there. The act of hypnosis itself is erotic and relationship affirming for many power exchange couples as a subject surrenders control and open themselves to vulnerability. So when you do that, you open yourself to vulnerability. You can be vulnerable, allowing yourself to be hypnotized. As a believer, do not allow anyone to hypnotize you. Now, here goes another one called audio porn. It's an external stimulation that helps people become aroused, explains Raleigh. While erotic hypnosis helps people tap into an, in, an internal sensation that allows them to achieve arousal. So there is so through audio. Now listen at this. In the in my deliverance and counseling, I've come across, and I'm gonna say it, believers who have actually called and said to me, now hear me what I'm saying. If it didn't happen, hey, I wouldn't be sharing it. But I'm sharing it for you to understand that when a believer is not careful, you can be seduced, mesmerized, hypnotized, brought into a position, and you will throw down your morals. Now, the most hypnotists tell you that no one can hypnotize you beyond your own morals. That is a lie. That is a lie. I had an individual not too long ago, more than one, but I'm going to talk about this particular situation. 
They came to me and said, Apostle, I have a problem. I said, well, what is it? They said, you know, I've given my life to the Lord, but I did. I have a fall. I said, okay, we all fall. I mean, we're human. We make mistakes. We mess up. Come on. Ain't nobody perfect, and I ain't going to sit up here and act like anybody is. Anybody. We have all had falls. I've had falls. No better than nobody else, okay? Let's call it what it is. She said to me, she said, but when I was fornicating with this guy, we started, he asked me to do something, and I don't even know why I did it. I said, okay, tell me what he asked you to do. Now, you have to understand, the use of a picture to ignite connections like this is highly likely when the person in the picture comes in cooperation with allowing the receiver of the picture to do things with that picture as if you were there. So what this person had her to do was to take sexual pictures of herself. And when they would talk on the phone, they would exchange orgasms. And what happened was when she broke up with that person in the dream realm, in the sleep realm, in the, in the, when she would have herself in a low state of mind, she would feel this person coming at her. What she did was she had opened up the spirit realm with the image, surrendering her image, it caused an hypnotic effect. Are y'all hearing me? There are uh, people of God. What do you think? Look, the words associated with hypnosis and hypnotic and control from a Christian belief system, when you're talking about seducing spirit, a seducing spirit is something that masterminds over your mind, will, and emotion that intrudes it and tries to take you into another realm. Are y'all hearing me? Now, in the book of Jude, Chapter 1, verse 8, that's the book of Jude, chapter 1, verse 8. It's like, it says this, Likewise, also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignitaries. I'm going to say it again. Filthy dreamers. Another realm that this whole, uh, that this uh, hypnosis and surrendering for these orgasms, it takes you into filthy dreaming, filthy imagination, lust of the mind, lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, which is contrary to the Bible. I'm talking, I'm telling you, if you are sexually allowing someone to hypnotize you for sexual gratification, you are opening yourself up through filthy dreams, through filthy imagination to demonic control. Now, in the Berean study Bible, it says, yet in the same way, these dreamers defile their bodies, reject authority and slander glorious beings. Are y'all hearing me? So the question that this individual asked me, I say this to you in closing, God did not create sex with your mate for hypnotic trance like sex, but conscious, clear, consenting awareness, not hypnosis. So the answer to my dear friend's question is absolutely. A person can come to the place where if they, if they find themselves in the right position, Someone can be hypnotized so much so that they believe and act like they are in love with someone who is no good at all. And that can be done through surrendering your mind, will, and emotions to a controlling, toxic, narcissistic person and situation. And in another case, hypnosis can be a reason why some people do sexual things in public. This thing can get pretty raunchy. It can get 
pretty deep. Now, I'm going to get ready to go. Now, my dear friends, you have been listening to Apostle Ivory Hopkins, the General of Deliverance. This is the Apostle Ivory Hopkins podcast. Also, this is Ivory Hopkins YouTube. We ask you to like and subscribe. You that are on the podcast, subscribe to us. Facebook Live, we appreciate you. From time to time, if, if you're able, if you want to inbox us a question about spiritual warfare, about relationships, about situations like this, if we can find a time, we will do research and a teaching on it. And let me say this to you. I will not apologize for anything that I said on this broadcast. I am not going to fold. I'm not going to worry about being canceled out. I'm not concerned with any of that. I'm concerned with believers, people with like faith, people that are trying to live holy and right to avoid demonic trappings. Now, Father, as I get ready to close out this broadcast, I ask God that you break the strongholds where the mind, will, and emotion through passivity, through surrendering it over to someone else, through hypnosis, through mind control, through manipulation. I ask God that you break that squid, that serpent around the mind, that thing that is wrapped around their mind that is trying to bind them and hold them in captivity. I ask in the name of Jesus that you loose and set them free. Father God, there is someone that, that every time they get high or get drunk. Uh, they find themselves in a state where they're having sex or walking around like they're in a hypnotic state. Uh, Father God, I ask you to loose them. Uh, Lord God, set their mind, will, and emotions back in order. God, you created the mind. You created the emotions. Uh, we're asking your Holy Spirit to set them back in order. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, there are bloodlines uh, that have dealt in witchcraft and evil altars connected with sexual sacrificing, meaning not so much killing somebody but causing their family line to have generations of perversion and lust and incest. I ask you to break those strongholds in the name of Jesus. And Father, I give you praise and glory for the spirit of holiness. If you're out there and want to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, you can ask him, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the son of God. I ask you to forgive my sins. I ask you, Father, in Jesus' name, that you cleanse me from all unrighteousness and I welcome your Holy Spirit into my life. And Lord God, I surrender to you in Jesus' name. My dear friend, I thank you for listening at us. Amen. And if we've been a blessing to you and you feel led, cash app us a $5 donation at General Ivory Hopkins Cash App. That's General Ivory Hopkins Cash App or pilgrimsministry.org. And if you don't feel led, it's okay. Listen to the teaching. Enjoy it. God bless you. And I'm going to tell you guys like I usually do. I want you always to remember that God he is watching. Love you guys. I'm out. Well, praise God. I trust that you enjoyed that message. Well, look, my dear friend, this is Apostle Hopkins. Amen. And I'm getting ready to get on up out of here. Look, if you want to sow a donation and bless us, you can do it on our website at pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrims ministry.org or you can go to our cash app and make a cash app donation to general ivory hopkins it's just simply general ivory hopkins it has been my pleasure amen to bring to you the things pertaining to kingdom life and family so i trust these podcasts blesses you and i'm gonna catch you guys in another teaching god bless bye-bye <laughs>